Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone in the top of the homepage, and type in Sky. That's Stamps.com. Enter Sky. We got a couple of minor accidents we're trying to get cleared. In Morgan County, Union Hill Road in front of the county shop, and Pulaski Pike south of Stringfield, both of those no injury. The branches of the wire clean and safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Red Holland. Oh, no. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. All right, 50-50 shot of showers and storms today. It's going to be kind of after lunch, but it's cooler. We're, we're 69 Huntsville, 70 Decatur. Uh, James Ross, back for more punishment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ran uh, last cycle uh, for District uh, District 1. I uh, ended up in a runoff, so we ended up talking to you a couple times. You were refreshing my memory. I don't really remember that. I don't want to sure. make people go, hey, this guy's got a great memory. No, he reminded me. Um, so you're back again, and um, why are you running again? Well, you know, in 2016, um, at the runoff, um, I actually ended up losing the election to the incumbent by 22 absentee ballots. Um, and ever since that point, um, you know, I've still maintained the uh, desire to serve the community, and uh, it never really left me. So, um, you know, I've been paying attention, and, and I think that there's some things that need improvement in Madison, and I think I can make a difference with my background. You know, success is a funny thing, isn't it? I mean, you, there there are probably hundreds of cities thousands of cities that would love to have the problem Madison has. Sure. But therein lies another challenge, right? Absolutely. You know, you look at, you know, how much we've grown and uh, and continue to grow over the last four years. Um, you know, it's hard to maintain the services for the community um, if you're not managing that growth properly. How do you pull it back without killing the goose? Well, you know, I, I think you, you really have to pay attention to... Um, you know, balancing your growth, you know, you've got to, you've got to make sure you're bringing in your commercial development, your industrial development, um, and I think residential development, although I think it's important, I think it needs to be third in the priority. Um, you know, we've got a ballpark we need to pay for, um, and it's obviously been a difficult time with COVID-19, and I, and I think if, uh, if we just balance our growth um, and, and tier it with a little bit more focus on commercial and industrial, you know, I think we can 
um, get the revenue generated that we need as well as, you know, still maintain the quality of life and the services because our infrastructure is not keeping up with the growth right now. That seems to be the recurring theme of, sure. and I'll call it a three-legged stool. You got sales tax, you got rooftops, which aren't going to generate, even with a millage increase, you still have homestead exemptions. Um, you got to have that commercial employment and 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 retail's one thing, but that's a few employees a lot of times. You got to have like more more. I, I guess is it Helix, the old the old uh, uh, the old um, uh, Intergraph. You got to have more of those kind of companies, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and with that, you know, you you bring or in Hexagon. I did it again. It's Hexagon. Hexagon. Okay. I keep doing that. But you, mix them up. <laughs> you know, but you continue to maintain, you know, what Madison stands for, you know, a, a highly educated community with great quality of life, great schools. You know, that's what people are drawn to um, when they decide to live in Madison. And, uh, you know, that's why the property values have done very well. Um, but, you know, you got to bring in that industry, um, bring in those jobs and, and continue to, you know, build off, you know, that type of model. We got an opportunity, I think, with Mazda Toyota because one of the things is all those suppliers want to be within close proximity. Has Madison grabbed any of those or has the potential to grab some of those or is that something that would be on the radar? Yeah, I think if you look out in uh, the west side of Madison, I still think there's, there's um, potential for growth. You know, there's a lot of zoning restrictions based on the fact that many years ago Huntsville grabbed up a lot of land that surrounds Madison. Um, you know, so if you look at what's available, um, I still think we could take advantage of the Mazda Toyota and, and, and still focus on that type of development versus, you know, building more subdivisions. Impact fees came up as a way of slowing things down. And I think cooler heads prevailed and said, well, wait a minute, we'll have to apply this to business as well. I think is what they had concluded. I don't know that it's gone away. Would, would that have been a way to deal with it, or, does, or is that crossing a threshold that, that complicates things? You know, I think in theory it makes a lot of sense, but if you really look at, um, you know, what kind of uh, effects would come from that, I think if we brought in impact fees, a lot of these commercial businesses would move over to Limestone County. They, they would just really um, move themselves away from our footprint, which is not what we want to do. Um, and at the same time, I think that uh, most of the developers, and, and this is something that um, I didn't realize when I first started looking at impact fees, but most of the developers would probably take whatever those impact fees are and put it right back on the home buyers, which could adversely affect our housing market. So, um, I think if there was a way to do the impact fees um, and, you know, leverage that with the builders that they wouldn't, you know, inflict that level of financial um, resources to the home buyers. But you're, um, you're going to pass on the cost. That's a cost. You're just going to pass it on. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Know. And, and I don't think that that's what anybody in Madison wants. So, you know, it's a tough tough situation to deal with for sure i want to talk a little infrastructure and uh just uh you know there are some future annexations that are out there clift farm seems to be one of those that i'm understanding now isn't a done deal uh we'll chat about that as well anyway uh he drew he drew one of the long straws <laughs> uh james ross running for a madison city council district one he's with us for the hours stick around
WTKI Talk. Don't have time to call? Then email Fred at WTKIRadio.com. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. The Kansas City Chiefs say they will begin the regular season with some fans in attendance at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs said they had finalized plans for a reduced capacity of approximately 22% to kick off the 2020 NFL season. When you do the math, that means for a stadium that holds about 76,000 at capacity, only about 17,000 fans would be able to attend. KKR Sporting Goods retailer Academy Sports and Outdoors has confidentially filed paperwork for an initial public offering that could happen as soon as this year. According to people with knowledge of the matter, the company is working with Credit Suisse and KKR Capital Markets on the potential public listing. KKR has owned Katy, Texas-based Academy Sports since 2011, growing revenue to more than $4.9 billion and $2.7 billion in 2010. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Dell supports America's entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus, save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash smallbusinessdeals. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? There are many important issues in Alabama today, and none are more important than ensuring our children have loving, nurturing families to care for them. There are more than 6,000 foster children in Alabama who need you to be the difference in their lives. So please join our team for foster children. Open your heart and open your home. Become an Alabama foster or adoptive family. Call one 866 4 AL Kids and become the change in a child's life. Sponsored by the Alabama DHR, the ABA, and this station. Celebrating capitalism and common sense 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk. It is, uh, well, Tuesday, uh, municipal election on the 25th. We have no candidates on Monday. We always do that. We have no candidates on election day either, so this is it today and tomorrow. Uh, James Ross is running for Madison City Council District 1. Ran last time, ended up in a runoff, and came up short. So he's doing it again. Um, I want to get to this, this, and I, you know, maybe reckoning is too strong a word, but there is kind of a reckoning coming for, and I don't think necessarily the fault of anybody 
the reckoning part. You got to decide, and and some people have used the Franklin Brentwood example, or you can go Mountain Brook Hoover or Mountain Brook Vestavia. Madison's going to have to decide what kind of community it's going to be. If you if you focus on rooftops, you're more like Mountain Brook, and you have real high taxes, and only certain people can afford to live there. If you try to diversify it a little bit. Uh, you get that mix of the what I would say is a three-legged stool, the sales tax, the rooftops, and the payroll taxes and all that kind of stuff. And the fact that you have some commercial companies paying paying property taxes and stuff, however all that works out. But you got to have you, you got to decide one way or the other, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna grow and you got to be careful as you pull the goose back, you don't choke the, the goose to death. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of stuff to balance on one pinhead, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. So so where where do you come down on some of this stuff? I mean future annexations, we got Cliff Farm Clift Farm out there. Um that's all mostly rooftops, but now you got the Chick fil A and the public's moving down there, so that's kind of a loss in sales tax if it doesn't come back in. Uh, is that something you can wait till later on if you were a member of the council or because I'm hearing from members of the council that, that ain't a done deal. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not party to that negotiation. So, um, you know, from from what the the average John Doe citizen in Madison is hearing, um, you know, there's been no rumblings that that's not a done deal. So that's interesting news. Um, but you know, um, I, I think it's going to be a fabulous development, and, and I think they have the potential to bring in some commercial um, entities to support that community. I think they definitely have the land to do so. Um, and, and I absolutely think they need to balance it out. You know, I, I think if, if we try to, you know, solely focus on rooftops um, and we don't balance out, you know, our overall economic development, um, I don't believe that that is in line with what the average Madison citizen is looking for, for their, you know, end game of what our city is and, and you know, what could happen if, it, if you know, we don't manage it properly. Is this council and Mayor been too chummy with developers? In your opinion, you know, um, you know, I, I think it's a it's a it's a tough uh, tough situation. You know, there's a lot of talk lately. Um, if you if you look at some of the discussions about you know who's getting money from the uh, you know special interest groups, from the builders, from the realtors, um, and are they beholden to those folks um, when it comes to you know making decisions on you know do we approve this development or whatever the case um you know and i I really think it's up to the voters to decide um you know my campaign i've taken no money from any special special interest groups um but has it been offered well you know they they interview all the candidates Mm -hmm. and if you look at what's happened on the endorsement cycle every incumbent has gotten all the endorsements for this election cycle um but, you know, I know some of the council uh, folks that are currently sitting on the council and, you know, folks that I respect. And, you know, they say my vote would never be compromised based on the fact that I got some help for my campaign. You know, so um, I think you'd really have to look at their voting record and then make a decision, you know, over the past four, eight years. If indeed that yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, do you notice a trend where one council person is always in support of the the growth and development, and two, are they cash and checks from that individual? You know, it's interesting. I was talking when we were talking to uh, Mayor Finley uh, a couple of weeks ago. He was talking. I was talking. Somebody had brought up lack of transparency, 
And he said, I, 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 I would, I would entertain that thought. He said, but when we have a hearing on something or we have a public meeting on anything we're considering and two people show up, <laughs> it's the same thing. You're saying go back and look at somebody's voting record. The average voter's probably not going to bother, right? In, 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 in that sense, we're yeah. kind of lazy as voters, right? Yeah, I, I almost feel like there needs to be a way to track that and, and make it public. You know, it shouldn't be um, that difficult for folks to find. You know, if somebody wants to see who's receiving campaign contributions, you know, there's a website you can go to. You can look up the candidate's last name, and yeah, it's the right state, there in front of you. I think the state has that. I think yeah. it's, everything's online Absolutely. now anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just don't think it would be that difficult, you know, to, to, tie the to vote add to a it. layer of transparency yeah. um, because it is an important issue to the to the voters in Madison. And, uh, you know, they don't want to see backroom cigar room deals going on that affects, you know, every citizen, every taxpayer, and every family in Madison. When you're out there doing the door-to-door thing, and I know in the COVID thing it's, it's it's different, right? Yeah. What are you doing here? Where's your mask? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I made a decision, and uh, um, I think it was the right one. But because of COVID, I didn't do any door to door. I did go to every house and left literature, but I did not knock on the door and engage folks. Um, of course, folks that are out in their yard, you know, um, would engage with me. But um, you know, my whole goal was to just educate my district, um, me and my opponent the incumbent we we have different backgrounds you know i think we both are are folks that believe in public service and um it, at the end of the day i just want folks to understand that um if you take the incumbent's background my background you know do your homework and then vote the candidate of your choice and i, I think my background with 30 years in the u.s army um, retired in 2015 out of Redstone Arsenal as the command sergeant major at U.S. Army Space and Missile Defense Command. Um, I've worked international and domestic business development for the local aerospace and defense industry since I retired in 2015. Um, won over $2 billion in total program value that brought jobs and revenue to our area. Um, you know, I think my background stands up pretty well um you know to the to the type of background that is very complementary to the requirements to be a council representative for the citizens of Madison it's it's the, the industrial development part is a little harder isn't it because you, you you don't have massive amounts of land to to it you can't you Madison would find it hard to attract a uh, well, anybody would because the region did it, but you couldn't do but you couldn't do Mazda Toyota in in Madison. <laughs> this is a huge project. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why it became a regional sure. thing. Sure, yeah. But you want those what the two hundred jobs, fifty jobs, yeah. hundred jobs. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. There's a whole lot of suppliers that support Mazda Toyota, and you know why wouldn't we be fighting tooth and nail to get those suppliers, you know, to to put up shop right here in Madison. And that and that that helps with infrastructure too, because if you have people, you have people going through Madison. Oh yeah, probably because there's a lot of Morgan and Lansdowne County. Although that's a double-edged sword, yeah. because you know we, we've <laughs> got to get the road network and uh, we've got to improve on that. You know, to to make sure that you know we don't become uh you know our, our traffic become unsustainable. It's already pretty bad. But but again, symptom of growth, right? You you've got you got to keep up with the road projects. Um, and you can't pave every road. You can't. You try to plan yeah. the, 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 as much ahead as you can. Seventy-two involves state legislative delegation, probably um, twenty. The old twenty, sort of similar, yeah. I guess. Madison yeah. Boulevard. 
Um, I still don't understand the interchange there at Zert and Toyota Field because uh, I think it just goes one way, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's and they're a, hoping to get the rest know, of it. <laughs> you know, I, I would say it's a start, but uh, you know that that is such a log jam, anyways. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just wonder is it is it just going to be a parking lot? You know, once once you know that whole you know developed area is going to you know be up and running. I want to talk about that a little bit because that was a gamble. Uh, sure. I mean, talk about talk about throwing all the chips in the in the pot. <laughs> The yeah. town Madison's one of those. Uh, was it a good gamble for Madison? I guess we shall see. Trash Pandas are sure trying to make it work, even though they haven't thrown the first pitch, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, we'll talk more. Uh, he's with us for the rest of the hour. James Ross running again for Madison City Council District 1. Stick around. Talk radio that'll make you think, oh, laugh, no, no, want to no, join no. in? Certainly. Join me, Joe Pags, today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us, WTKI Talk. We should be working with a clean slate now. Had a couple of wrecks earlier. They've been cleared out of the way. Traffic level heavy all across the valley. You be careful on your trip in. Put some extra room in there so you got somewhere to go if something does go wrong. If you are injured in a car accident, send your Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. 
Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Are your downspouts causing more problems than they're correcting? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about controlling where that water goes right after this. Ready for some home improvement inspiration? Full episodes and seasons of today's homeowner TV are now available on Crackle and Prime Video. Grab your favorite streaming device and watch Danny Lipford and Chelsea Lipford Wolf as they help real homeowners maintain and upgrade their homes. Get their expert how-to advice and simple solutions to make your house the best-looking one on the block. Watch for free on Crackle and on Prime Video for subscribers. Search for Today's Homeowner and start watching today. Gutters and downspouts should move rainwater runoff away from your house so there's no erosion along the drip line of the roof. But if the downspouts don't direct the water far enough away, then you're simply dumping it along the foundation and you're creating even a bigger problem. Soil erosion here can do serious damage, and if there's a basement below it, it only gets worse. Water will find its way inside, creating mold and mildew problems. At the base of each downspout, there should be some sort of control for the water. A concrete or plastic splash block is the simplest form, but for even more control, pick up a flexible plastic downspout extension from the home center. This accordion-style pipe can be manipulated to turn the runoff in any direction you choose. That may include directing it into an underground drain pipe to carry the water to a safer spot. I'm Danny Lippert with tips for today's homeowner. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Julie. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. Listen, guess what today is. It's hump day. Hump day. Yeah. Uh, For rebates and uh, or... 
Did I almost do it again? For rebates or special financing options in a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at 256-852-8825. You can also visit online. InsideWeatherGuy.com and the terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. 50% chance today. We got a 30% chance tonight. 70% chance tomorrow. Friday, 80%. Yeah, it kind of goes that way into the weekend and then gets down to about 70% for Saturday. Hey, don't complain. We had two really good weekends. And the last couple of days have been nice, too. So, and a little bit of a cool-off, because we're only going to get to 89 today. And right now we're sitting at uh, 70 Huntsville, 72 Decatur. Uh, James Ross is uh, running. He ran um, back four years ago and is back doing it again for Madison City Council District 1. Um, pretty much, um, it seems even the incumbents are bringing up this part about can't do it with rooftops, got to be careful on annexations, cliff farms, not a... Not a uh, uh, done deal as far as annexing in, um, trying to run away from being too chummy with developers. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of running through the whole thing. But everybody seems to be on board with this idea of you gotta get, you gotta get diversification. You gotta get some commercial, some commercial business in there to go along with what you're getting from sales tax and rooftops. Um, and then having said that, you have this big, I think a pretty big gamble at the time. Uh, and then, of course, COVID hits, and you're not playing baseball. But it, there still seems to be a bit of a, you know, there, there's a little electricity around the whole town Madison thing still. Does yeah, it work? I, yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you look at the ballpark and Toyota Field and, and all the development that's gone on there, um, you know, the Trash Pandas set all kinds of records for their merchandise sales. The uh, the leadership, I, I think Ralph Nelson and his team have done a great job of, you know, trying to find other ways to use their venue um, and bring folks in. Um, and and I think it's all great. You know, I think the scary thing for the average Madison resident has nothing to do with our ability of the city uh, to support the team. It's the financial risk that that endeavor is, is potentially put on the city. Um, and, it, you know, it's, uh, it's a little precarious. And, and I think, uh, you know, we're going to have to monitor it closely because COVID has definitely um, affected the entire uh, city um, economically. But that's a, you know, you go over the hill, and because this is supposed to connect to Wall Triana, there's a lot of land there for development, and, and it's all commercial, right? Yeah, and, and that's, that's a target area that we absolutely need to continue to, you know, build off of, um, and, you know, get away from the residential development. And, uh, and I think you can, you know, be smart about bringing in the right, you know, quality restaurants, um, boutiques, you know, all the things that the folks in the, in the community are looking for. You know, we probably don't need any more, you know, self-storage units or mattress stores. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of potential there. And uh, I think we need to take advantage of it, plus the proximity to the arsenal. Yeah, we forget that that it's sure. that's all along that boundary. Absolutely. There. And uh, so, so you you look at where, as far as future annexations go, uh, one of the things I think Madison's proud of is they haven't. I think somebody said they haven't annexed anything over three acres in the last, I guess, three years or whatever it was since I guess the last major one. Um, they're they're taking in little bits and pieces as it as it seems to fit. Um, and then you get back to this cliff farm thing where it's quite a temptation. But when you do that, you know you're going to put you're, you're going to put a huge 
burden on your school system. So that's that side. I, they say it's not a done deal, but it's also sitting there as a, <laughs> a pretty attractive plum, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you look at the schools and, uh, you know, if you ask the average, you know, Madison taxpayer, why do you live in Madison? And, you know, 90 percent are going to say it's because of the schools, you know, and it's it's a great school system, you know. But I can remember just um, I think it was early last year we had students out in temporary buildings out at the elementary schools you know when when the growth starts affecting your ability to provide the level of education and support to your students you know it's it's obviously a concern and uh it goes right back to what we talked about earlier you know if you don't manage your growth properly um you're going to be in a situation that's untenable and uh the school systems are one of the first entities that are going to suffer well it's it's interesting too because um, you know, there's this debate about, and they're already talking about it. Do you add on to the two current high schools or do you build a third one? You know, and I think the, the school system's thought is we'll just add on to the two because we don't want to break up. Because there was a lot of concern about cutting Bob Jones in half. It worked out. But if you, you know, every time you cut the baby, you're, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you, 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 you might get a bad half, you know, sure. You don't know. You know, but if you look at, um, you know, out towards Cliff Farms, um, if they were to look at a third high school, you know, my thought would be up in that area so that if there is continued development out on that side, you know, they have the school infrastructure to support that, um, you know, that growth. Um, you know, we've got the, the Mid-City Elementary being built right now next to the Kroger um, you know, but it's not just high school. It's junior highs. It's elementaries. You've got to support that entire population. You've got to have a whole feeder. Yeah. yeah. Whole feeder system. Absolutely. What about, you, you know, uh, were you in favor of the millage increase? It seemed to be sold well. Yeah. I, um, but but how do you not have to come back and do that again? And I guess that's why yeah. we're talking about jobs. Yeah. Well, right? you know, I actually talked about this at one of the candidate forums. Um, I, I was in full support of it. I have three children in the Madison School District. I have two at James Clemens and one at Liberty Middle School school in Madison and it was the right time you know if you look at what we're paying as, as far as you know those those type of fees you know we're still well below a lot of cities um, you know with with a lot higher ranks than we have um, there's not a lot of them in Alabama but some of the the top rank schools that are above our schools um, they're paying a lot more money for that um, you know so I think the timing was good um, and I, and I don't think that the folks in Madison you know, would be in favor of an additional millage increase um, over these next few years. Now, but two, if you don't get two, jobs, three years down the down the line, the, it might change. But if, the, if you don't get the jobs, you got to do it again, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you don't get the diversity, you're going to have to go back to the taxpayers. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I would say it's definitely something that that is going to need to be considered. Um, maybe not as drastic as the last one, um, but I still think if you look at the effect on what your annual um, property tax is, um, you know it's uh, it's manageable um, on this last increase, and I think the the benefit will be will be excellent. If you were to ask most Madison residents, what's the crown jewel? The schools. It would that would be top. No no question. No question. What's next? Uh, I would say the. Um, the quality of life, um, the the walking paths, the Palmer Park, the you know the different facilities, um, you know I think that that's uh, probably number two. You know it's obviously very centric where we live. 
Um, so it, it does tie along with the schools. So you mentioned two things that are very mountain rookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quality of life in schools. Yeah. How do you keep from becoming, because, you know, I, I don't want to harp on this, but if if the diversity doesn't happen, as everybody seems to agree, we we got to get some more stuff in there that deals with, you know, payrolls and, you know, yeah. companies plopping in Madison and having their headquarters there. Um, you, you don't get that. You get a you get a closer chance of being a Brentwood or a Mountain Brook, and and you start becoming exclusive. Um, not bad for some people, but it it runs some other people out in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly what we need to make sure doesn't happen. You know, and that's why you know you've got elect leaders um, in the important positions like city council um, that can help you get to where you need to go and. Think strategically, um, and, and not always, you know, make make the decisions that that seem good at the time that are going to hurt us in the long run. All right, we'll talk a little roads coming up. I'll give you a little heads up, and uh, we'll let you do a little politicking at the end as well. Uh, James Ross, he's uh, challenging for Madison City Council District One. You vote on Tuesday. Yes, on Tuesday. Don't show up late. plot to disarm America. The Dana Show, today at 2 on WTKI Talk. Haven't heard of anything new accident-wise that's causing any major headaches. We are dealing with a heavy traffic load, though, or bumper-to-bumper on those inbound routes. You be careful on your trip in. Snelling needs a part-time client services rep with business-to-business experience. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. It's easier here. Honda of Decatur. It's easier now. Honda Summer Clearance. It's better on the Beltline with point. 
.9 during clearance time. .9 financing for up to 60 months on remaining select 2020 Hondas. Or 1.9 for 72 months. Say goodbye to the 20s. Honda Summer Clearance. Huge discounts. So why go there when it's easier here? Where the savings are always greater. HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. With approved credit through HFS. Not all will qualify. The Humidor Pipe Shop's a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars, good friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. Now all her friends have to hear his opinions, too. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Well, he was one of the candidates in the thick of things uh, four years ago, and he's running again. James Ross is uh, running for Madison City Council District 1. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, roads and that kind of thing, and I, I kind of focus on... 72 is more of a working with other people because you got a federal highway and you got state and federal and all that, and that's kind of working itself out. Um, and, and, but the one that I think, one of the other cross ones, there's a lot of focus on, I guess, Sullivan that becomes Wall Triana, and then of course you got Hughes. But going the other way, uh, and Madison has done its part, I think, for the most part is in Huntsville Browns Ferry. Four laned pretty much all the yeah, way through Gillespie, Madison. Yeah, that, that whole thing. But you got to at some point, and then again, this involves playing with others, right? I think at some point you got to get Huntsville Browns Ferry all the way to I sixty five four laned. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know that that needs to be a priority um, sooner than later, um, because like you said, you know, going one direction, um, you've got options in Madison, but if you're heading east and west, you know the. The options are very limited. They're all two-lane, and uh, at the wrong time of day, they're just log-jammed. And then if you look at some of the growth out on the Limestone County side of uh, Madison, you know, Burgreen and, and Gillespie, you know, um, all of those little intersections, you know, they're, they almost look like little farm roads, yet you've got, you know, 1,600 houses, you know, within a half mile of it. It is and, it is strange. Like yeah. the old Highway 20 ends right now because they've got it all barricaded, I guess, for the Toyota project. Yeah. And then I think uh, I was driving around a couple of weeks ago, and I think Seeger Road or Powell Road, one of those, bingo, Seeger, kind of gets too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, we so, just, you know, we we've got to find a way to uh, um, find the funding. Um, you know, look at grants. You know, work with our state legislators. Um, you know, come up with a comprehensive plan that starts getting after these projects as quickly as possible. Because I don't think the city can afford to wait. Um, you know, you talk to the citizens, um, and almost everybody brings up traffic. You know, and you know, 
for the most part, it's morning rush hour and, and evening rush hour. And, uh, you know, it, it's a... Uh, it's it's affecting the quality of life for the citizens. All right, so you have seven council members and and a mayor, and and it's like herding cats on road money. I'm guessing. Sure, <laughs> sure. Because everybody or, wants their piece. Yeah, and sidewalks. You know, and side. Don't know, forget sidewalks. You know, That's folks right. want their neighborhoods connected. All right, James Ross. He's challenging for District One, Madison City Council. We'll give him a chance to a little politic, and at the end here, one more segment coming up. Solutions for an insane world. WTKI Talk. Call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. More signs of the dramatic shift to online shopping in recent months. Both Target and home improvement chain Lowe's are reporting stronger than expected business in the recent quarter. Target's online sales increased 195%. Lowe's digital sales increased 135%. Target CEO Brian Cornell says stimulus checks and extra unemployment benefits are a factor, though he says Target continues to see strong growth and August sales are higher than a year ago. Rival drug makers Roche Holdings and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals have decided to work together on delivering a coronavirus treatment. The partnership will help the two companies to triple available supply of the experimental medication if it proves effective. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. They had snuck in in the night and committed these murders. Nobody had a clue about a who or a why. You got eight people dead, and um, things like that don't usually happen in a small town. I mean, they don't usually happen anywhere, and it was just a real shock. Four-plus years after these murders, and they couldn't have written a more sinister story than what's playing out in Pike County, Ohio right now. Listen to the Piketon Massacre wherever you get your podcasts. at Brownsbury and Gillespie. That one's coming in with injuries. And we got one in Decatur. Sounds like it's going to be on Danville south of the Beltline. Minor injury involved in that one. Snelling has admin and accounting openings. Huntsville.snelling.com Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station.
our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Liosi Group President Nick Liosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at liosigroup.com. Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. Well, we're warming up. Uh, yeah, we're over. We're, we're up to 72, 73 Decatur, and right in the middle between the two, City of Madison, there are a bunch of people. I mean, the natives are restless. There's some, every office is opposed except one. And yeah. that's, that's out of seven council seats and mayor. So that's that's a lot going on. Uh, James Ross is uh, running for District 1 in Madison, City of Madison. Um, all right, so um, um, what are things with – I know it's hard to get feedback during COVID, but you get emails, I guess, and you do run into people. What What, what is not being addressed that you're hearing? Because, you know, it's one thing. People get all riled up, and then after the election, everybody settles down, or they they just decide to go, well, it's the devil I know. Boom. That's it. Um, what – makes you feel like there's a chance that won't happen you know you've uh you've got a almost like a small grassroots movement moving through madison um and and folks are absolutely looking for change um you know i think uh i think there is going to be some some uh seat changes over this election cycle i think uh i think folks um are looking you know for something uh to improve um you know, so, you know, there's a lot of issues going on and it's not just COVID related. You know, there's, you know, there's concerns about, you know, school population. There's concerns about, you know, too much residential growth. There's concerns about, you know, is the, are we doing the right quality of life initiatives to, you know, enhance the, you know, quality for the families. So, um, I absolutely think that there's a good chance there's going to be some change, and I'm hoping uh, one of those changes happens in District 1. You know, it's funny. You were just talking about all the things a thousand other cities in the country would love to have this problem, wouldn't they? Sure. I mean, it, it's a great city, you know, but um, like all of us seeking public service, you know, I believe we can do better, and I want to be part of that. What about um, is the transparency thing and, and just touch it on this again? Is that an issue with people, or are they just not? Because a lot of the stuff you can go look. You just sometimes you got to go a few layers. But I mean, most stuff you can find, right? Or is there stuff out there that that people are? I mean, there's always a conspiracy, right? There are black helicopters flying over yeah, some people and, all the time. And I think you're probably right. I think. Um you know, after the election, it'll go quiet again, and then four years from now, it'll come back up. But, you know, because you go back to what, you know, I think we were talking about earlier. You know, you go to a city council meeting, and there's, you know, just that same handful of folks there every time. Um, most of the information is public record, um, but I think there are definitely some areas in transparency that we could do better. Um, you know, part of the problem is I think the city attorney We'll let them know, hey, you can't share this. And obviously dealing with personnel actions, you know, there there is some closed door stuff that's required. But, um, you know, if you're communicating well with your citizens, 
I think the area of transparency will never come up. The issue of transparency will never come up. And, you know, maybe that's something that they should look for in their elected leaders is, you know, am I going to, you know, get the right level of, you know, bottom up communication, top down communication that, uh, you know, satisfies my need as a citizen. You know, in defense of the city, too, I mean, they, they've raised the, the planning because, you know, the guy that used to be there would not allow any signs. And then now they actually have a city attorney that's a city attorney. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> actually, things get done, which is amazing. All right, so we always give the candidate the last word here. Uh, why James Ross for uh, for District 1 for Madison City Council? Yeah, well, first, Fred, thanks for allowing me to spend an hour with you this morning. I really appreciate it. But, uh you know, I'm I'm James Ross running for District 1 in Madison. Um, you know, my background, um, I did 30 years in the U.S. Army, uh, retired in 2015, been working in defense and aerospace business development. And I think, you know, if you look at my background and experience, um, it's exactly what we need uh, for our city leaders to help us get to where we want to go. So um, I just encourage everybody to get out and vote on 25 August. And uh, thanks again for having me this morning. All right. Where do they find your campaign if they want to look you up? You're, you're available a yeah. few places, I'm guessing? Yeah, you can uh, find my Facebook page. is um, If you just go to Facebook and hit Ross District 1, my Facebook page will come out with all my campaign information. And if you need to reach me, you can reach me at rossdistrict1 at gmail.com. All right. Hey, great seeing you. Thanks, Good Fred. luck. And, Thank uh, you. Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Your choice, your voice. Madison's District 6 deserves a voice on their city council. With Karen Denzine's knowledge of city planning and your voice, together we will support positive development for the city. She pledges to represent you. On Tuesday, August 25th, Vote for the person who will be your voice on the City Council. Vote for Karen Denzine, Madison City Council District 6. Your choice, your voice. This ad paid for by Karen Denzine. Hey, I'm Jamie Johnson. When we reach the age of 18, voting becomes our civic duty. But what if it was our job? We wouldn't be so quick to call in sick or go back home if the lines were too long or just dismiss the idea altogether. Elections are also how we collectively write the song that tells our story, and voting is our solitary voice. So register to vote and go get your government-issued photo ID and add your voice to the song of Alabama. Celebrating 